Yeah, maybe I should. Maybe I should have changed shirts and just realized I'm still wearing a t-shirt under this. Man, you look good, man. That's how you rock it, man. All right. That's how you do it. All right, guys. Go on. Right. Welcome back to my YouTube channel, Upload Past Crossroads. You're probably watching from Justin's YouTube channel, Chaplin's Log. Wherever you're streaming from and watching this video from, thank you for tuning in. We got a treat for you guys today. So as you guys know, on my YouTube channel, uh, Uplift Past Crossroads. So make sure to su subscribe if you're not subscribed already. And subscribe again to Justin's YouTube channel, uh, mm -hmm. Chaplin's uh, Logs. Log. All right. So with our YouTube channels, I have a lot of playlists on mine. And me and Justin have done a lot of videos together. And so one, one topic that we hit on a lot on my YouTube channel is God speaks through creation, right? Mm -hmm. So today's video is going to tie in with that topic, right? So we have a quote of the day. So me and Justin have done quotes of the days a lot of times on my YouTube channel. And so we got another quote for you today, right? So if you don't know, uh, I haven't been doing too many videos lately. Me and Justin haven't. And it's because I started seminary school and I had I have about 22 books I have to read for two classes. And so it's a yeah <laughs> for one semester, right? And we were so, talk about one book last time though. Yeah, yeah, but like That's it's right, it's great. Like just having to read that much. I read that much anyways, but like it's a lot to like cram in for not like nine or eleven books for one class. That's a lot, but like um, it's still beneficial. Like it's great. So um, we're gonna hit a quote that we covered for my class introduction to the. Old Testament in the Hebrew Bible is a quote that our teacher asked us about, and he wanted to get our uh, opinions about it. And surprisingly, when somebody saw this quote, they didn't like it at all. Like, and I was like, "What?" Like, because <laughs> I was about to. He he asked. He never asked questions. If anything, he's one of those teachers that talk too much and present. Oh, too much. just talks the whole time. Yeah, and it's like, bro, you got other believers in here, man. Like, let us talk. Like, bro, we got stuff to say too, but like, it's okay. Uh, he asked us this quote and like the first person to say something she just talked and it's just like i hate the quote and i was like dang like i love it i don't know why you hate it and i talked about why i loved it so that's what we're going to talk about today and what's funny oh you're gonna have to tell me why she hated the quote too afterwards oh yeah yeah i got you no i'm gonna tell you, like, i'm gonna say on the video like, oh yeah yeah while well, i say something because then it's going to lead us to us saying other things too but let me go ahead and show the quote so everybody can see it and and get their thoughts together. So I want everybody to comment what you think about this quote as well, all right? So the quote of the day was this. And what's up, Grant? Thanks for tuning in, man. You see Grant H is back from YouTube, Justin. He said what up, there. Hey, Grant. Yeah, so like um, the quote of the day is this. This is the glory of God is a human being fully alive, all right? So the glory of God is a human being fully alive. And our teacher asked, do we agree or disagree with this quote, right? All right, so just I'm gonna let you start it off, so I don't. Um, okay. Yeah. I already gave a whole spill on the quote, so. Yeah. So I will. A lot of what I'm gonna say, uh, in this video is always gonna be like pointing towards Jesus because I think Jesus is, he's the manifestation of like what God would be on Earth, and he's what Adam was supposed to be in the original plan. But I'll start off with like a verse that I really like, like First Thessalonians 5.18. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God and Christ Jesus concerning you. And I think, um, I think that really embodies like how we're supposed to approach everything in life. Like when I, when I first read this verse, um, I was thinking, well, how can you like, how can you like eat a snack uh, with thanks to God? Or how can you like, um, go to sleep for the thanks of God? Or how do you like drive to work with the thanks of God? And it's like that, that was always perplexing to me because I was thinking it's some things in life, like you just don't really need God. But I, I feel like the spirit of this verse is talking about how like without God, like we would be nothing. Like we would not be, we wouldn't be alive without God. Like God is the one who gives breath in our body. He's the one who allows us to eat or sleep or do the things that we enjoy. Um, he's also the one who um, allows us to go through the pain in life as well, but also the one who builds us back up. It's in everything that we need to acknowledge God. And I think living a life in that way is how people see Jesus. It's how people see God. Because uh, I think I've said this 
in a lot of videos. I need to get some more material, apparently, if I'm repeating myself. But like a lot of people, especially like non-believers or even other Christians, they're not going to feel closer to God with you just quoting Bible verses. That's not a bad thing. I, I literally just quoted a Bible verse to you. But uh, a lot of people will be drawn to God from how you live your life or how you act or uh, talking the talk and walking the walk. Like a, it, it's in like a, it's go, something is going to be appealing in your life that they don't have. And they want to figure that out. And it's like, God, it's Jesus. And I think a big part of that is like living our life with thanks for God or living our life to the fullest for the glory of God. Like, I, I really think that's how God's kingdom shines. Like, we can evangelize. There's nothing wrong with that. I think God also calls us to be ambassadors for the kingdom. We've talked about this before. But I think it starts with, like, your life. You can't, you can't help others until you help yourself. And a big part of that is, like, making sure that you live life to the fullest. Um, Sean, I'll let you take it away before I actually start pointing it more towards Jesus. Yeah, I'm going to... I'm going to say what she said, then it's going to spark you like crazy, Justin. Okay, you ready? All right. Yeah. So the quote of the day, guys, is this quote right here. I want to get everybody's opinion on this quote, right? So for my seminary class, my teacher asked the whole entire class about this quote right here. And here goes the quote. It says, the glory of God is a human being fully alive. The glory of God is a human being fully alive. And when she saw this quote, she said, how is the glory of God in a drug dealer who goes around murdering people? Mm. Like, there's no way you could, she said, there's no way you could tell me that a drug dealer has the glory of God in them, right? Mm. But I would beg to differ, like, you know what I mean? And the only reason why I would beg to differ is because the glory of God is in everything. Mm. God doesn't create something that, God God's hand is on any and everything in this world, right? Everything that came into being comes from him, right? So the, everything literally has a piece of him attached to it. There's nothing that came into being on this earth that wasn't because of him, right? So even a drug dealer, right? But a drug dealer, like, I mean, she said the kingpin drug dealer. That's, that's what really changes the ball game. I mean, he's the kingpin of drug dealers. Like, apparently he has some kind of brains. Like, you know, he has some kind of skill. Like, is it bad? Is it a sin? Okay, yeah, sure. Okay. But like he has a brain, he's thinking, you like he has a gift. He just utilizing it in the wrong way to glorify himself, right? Instead of glorifying God. And that's the thing. We get a choice in life. We can either glorify God or we can glorify ourselves. But this leads to another quote I had. Like I the quote I was gonna say is, you know, man is created for the glory of God. Right. Man is created for the glory of God. And then also I tweeted this like two days ago on October 21st. Well, yesterday I said, you will not see the glory. You will not see God's glory unless you are obedient to him. Right. So going back to that drug dealer guy, like, yeah, I mean, this is a drug dealer, kingpin, drug dealer, whatever you want to call it. Right. Or even somebody bad, like a murderer, like Jeffrey Dahmer or somebody like that. Right. Like, is the glory of God in them? Like, no. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just for them to do a go about doing those things but like do they have a brain like do they have eyes to see can they hear so like the human body alone gives glory and honor to god even if a human being doesn't praise god at all the human body does right because just to be able to see that gives glory and honor to god just to be able even if you were blind that gives glory and honor to god right so like everything that god has done in this world you know his glory is in it right with the way that the birds fly, with the way that the sun rises up and down, the, the faithfulness of the sun. Is the sun not going to come up tomorrow? Is the sun not going to come up in 50 years from now? It's always going to come up until God says it's not going to come up anymore, right? The moon, the stars, the galaxies, the 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 animals. Like, how long will animals exist here? How long will human have human beings existed here? Like, there's so much stuff revealing God's glory, right? So that's, the quote was this, like, the glory of God is in, a human being fully alive. So a human being fully alive. That's the point. Justin said title of the video, fully alive in God. And that's so great, right? Because a human being being fully alive, you're only a fully alive if you're obedient to God. You're only fully alive if you are give your life to Christ. 
Because he even said, you know, in me is life and life more abundantly, right? Do you want life? Do you want life more abundantly? You come to him, right? You're probably alive right now just because your heart's beating, your lungs are pumping, all your blood's flowing, all those things, right? That's great. But to be fully alive is to surrender your life to Christ, to come to him, to surrender your will to his will. Then you can really see God's glory, right? That goes back to the quote that I said that I tweeted yesterday, right? It is, you will not see God's glory unless you are obedient to him, right? You will not see God's glory unless you're obedient to him. So the murderer, uh, anybody bad on earth, right? They're missing out on seeing God's at work in their lives. That's what the glory of God is. <laughs> the glory of God is so many things. Like that's something we, me and Justin should talk about. What is the glory of God? One of the things I was going to say is I need to refresh my page. I just, I just put this down in my notes, but uh, yeah, one of the things that one of the things that the glory of God is, is the glory of God is the beauty of his spirit, right? It is not an aesthetic beauty or a material beauty, but is it is the beauty that emanates from his character, from all that he is. So everybody has a piece of God in him. Everybody. You can't tell me there's not just one person who doesn't. It could be the most wickedest person on earth. But just because they're alive and God gave them life, that's it. That settles the whole debate, right? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It, God created them for a reason, right? It gives him glory. Everything gives him glory. Everything's going to point back to him. Everything, right? So I'm gonna stop there. I'm gonna let Justin talk. And I got way more to say. Oh man, yeah, you just uh, what you just said like made me think of so many things I want to say. Yeah, and uh, I guess I'll start off with like a big thing I wanted to address is we are all created in God, so we're all connected to God to a degree. I was I I've been reading a book called The Universal Christ, um, which uh. It, I, I agree and disagree with some things, but it makes me think of the, there's a scientific theory called um, the string theory. And I don't know if that's like still a big theory or if it's still studied a lot, but it basically proposes that everything in existence is connected on a molecular level. And that is being, that like they are making some headway for that to show like every living thing is somehow connected. And I definitely think we're all connected spiritually as well as on a physical basis. Because like we all, the Bible tells us that we are all connected by one spirit. However, I think we have a tendency to put down, put down some sins as worse than others or put down some people as worse than others. Um, for example, with the drug dealer example, like, if he's turned away from God, yeah, that is obviously a terrible thing. But like, I think we have a tendency to say, oh, well, like the work of God is definitely not in him. But who are we to say that though as well? Like we're all in the same boat. Like none of us have a full connection to God, I think. Um, would you pull up the- uh, The quote? Yeah, would you pull up that quote real fast? Anything for you, Justin. <laughs> man, thanks, my, man. My twin. <laughs> <laughs> um, like a big part of this is like the verse says like the glory of God is like uh, in someone alive, but it also, this quote can't exist without like turning it the other way as well. Like being fully alive requires the glory of God. We're all disconnected from the spirit in some way. Like we all have the spirit, but we all have it because of our fleshy desires, because of our hubris like we're all disconnected in a certain way it's as sean was saying like we can't be fully alive unless like we are working serving god unless we are glorifying god unless we are serving for other people yes like the drug dealer is disconnected because he's not serving other people he's he's bringing harm rather than good but like everyone does that on a level like i, I like we we can't put ourselves on a pedestal uh, because Jesus, Jesus did not do that at all. Like Jesus, if anyone had the right to be put on a pedestal, it was Jesus. But he didn't. Like, um, hold on, let me see what verse that was. Um, like in, in Hebrews, uh, let me look up. Hebrews 5, 7, in the days of his flesh, he, being Jesus, offered up both prayers and supplications with loud crying and tears to the one able to save him from death. Like, it, he still prayed to God. He was still baptized with his people. Like, if anyone didn't have to do those, it was Jesus. 
But in order to fully live, to fully be an example of what God on earth was supposed to look like, he continued to glorify God. And in return, he was able to be fully alive. Mm. Another point. Can you pull up that uh, quote of like man was created? Yeah. yeah. And right underneath. There you go. Man is created for the glory of God. Um, yeah. The, um, I forgot the number, but uh, the verse for we are God's workmanship created in Christ God to do good works, which he prepared in advance for us to do. Like God had the intention of creating us to do good works. Like that just shows like if we if we're not working towards that, then, yeah, of course, like we can, of course, like we're going to have a disconnect or not not live to our fullest. Like if we're if we're not if we're not living for good workmanship, that means we're not working a full life. We're not living to the full of our craftsmanship. So I think everyone's in the same boat that we we have to glorify God in order to be fully alive. But in but by living fully we also glorify god it's like it works both ways yeah man you are preaching man you're the perfect guy to do this video with man. really man i i i would not have had all that unless you said like brought up those slides as well like i told you like last week i felt off uh was it last week it might have been a while but it was, yeah. i said in the last video like i just felt off until like sean pulled up his slides but once he has those i just i got direction man yeah Man, let's get, let's hit it again. So, guys, if you're just tuning in, just to let you know, we're doing a quote of the day again today, right? And the title the title of today's video is "Fully Alive in God," right? And it's from this quote. It says, "The glory, the glory of God, is a human being fully alive." So, the question is, are you fully alive? Do you feel like you're living, or do you feel like you're surviving? Do you feel like you're thriving, or do you feel like you're just I don't know the opposite of thriving, but you get what I'm saying. Like, do you feel alive or are you dead, right? And me and uh, Terry just talked about this uh, on our last video we did. Let me go to it. I got to, I got to like, I got to see it, right? Because it's so powerful. Yeah. Terry told me to title of the video this. So the video that we did was uh, this one right here. So it's one of the last ones we did. It says, are you dying to live, right? And the verse that we came from was John 12, 24 to 25. I'm going to pull it up real quick. No, I probably shouldn't use Google like this, but whatever. I'm, I'm, on, I'm on here now. All right, so it says, barely, you guys can't see this. I'm not going to zoom in either. It says, barely, barely, I, I tell you, unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. But if it dies, it produces many seeds, right? Anyone who loves their life will lose it, while anyone who hates their life in this world will keep it for eternal life. That verse is so powerful. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it up on my slides in a minute. Just you can stop me if you got something. Uh, but yeah, Jesus said something very key here. He said, "Very truly, I tell you, you know, very, 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 very." He says that every once in a while. When he says that, that means you need to listen to this. You got to pay attention to this. He says, "Unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies." It remains only a single seed. So in order for a seed to mm -hmm. blossom, to grow into something, it has to die. It has to be in the ground. It has to be watered. It has to be in darkness. But if it dies, it produces many seeds. So in order for something to live, it has to die. In order for something to turn into what God wants it to turn into, it has to die, right? <laughs> in order for something to, in order for someone's life to really mean something, we have to die to ourselves for a cost, right? What cost is greater than God's cost? What cost is greater than sacrificing ourselves for God's kingdom? What cost is greater than doing things that are going to echo throughout all eternity instead of this life? So in order for that to happen, we have to die to ourselves, just like a seed. You see, God is speaking through creation, just like me and Justin talk about all the time on our YouTube channel. So going back to the quote, man, the glory of God is a human being fully alive. I just asked everybody, are you living, right? Are you alive? The question is, the only way you can be alive is, do you know your purpose? Do you know why God has you here? Are you doing what God created you specifically to do? And only you, to, you, to, you know, are you guys going to say, are you doing what you are made to do, right? Because we only got one life or are you wasting it, right? 
And so you're wasting your life if you're not living according to the purpose that God has initially given you specifically to do, which is different than everybody else. Is it the same across the board for all believers, all Christians? Yeah, sure. But like for you, nobody else is you. Nobody else is Sean Christopher Jenkins, right? So in order to be fully alive in God, I need to be doing what God created Sean Christopher Jenkins to be doing, right? And you guys need some Bible verses to help? Let's go to it real quick. So if you guys have uh, been looking at my YouTube channel, you know that I post my uh, sermons as well on my YouTube channel, uh, Upload Past Crossroads. Let me go back to it real quick. So my YouTube channel is Upload Past Crossroads, right? And so if you scroll down to here, you can see my sermons, the Sunday school lessons, Bible studies, life group lessons, so Bible studies that I've done throughout the years. So if you click on this, my sermons playlist, you'll see a sermon that I did. Let me see which one I was. Yeah, right here. So I did a sermons on Psalms 148 before. So it was a synopsis, a sermonette, a short on what that whole entire chapter is talking about. It's only 14 verses. And uh, yeah, for board examiners, we get a choice to, we get to preach in front of the whole board. So everybody in the Emmy Church leadership almost, everybody that's te our teachers, everybody that's helping us and training us to become pastors in our denomination in the African Methodist Episcopal Church. So we get to preach one sermon in front of them and like every week the sermons changes right based on the season the month all that stuff right and so we have to preach from the itinerary which sometimes suck but like mm, not if you really know those texts and really study them right so one of the options i had for that time in like may of 2022 was like psalms 148 my dad saw that text and he was like yeah sean that's the one you need to do i was like man psalm 148 man it's so simple it's so stupid i don't want to do that one like it's for babies i was kind of offended he even said that one but like, it's so deep right that's the bible a lot of times we look at a verse and we think we know what it's saying no we don't it's, you're just looking at the ocean front you need to go and dive in you need to dig dig deeper you're looking at a whole you know sand desert or something you need to dig Man, there's treasure underneath there. There's gold underneath there. There's water underneath there, right? So let's go to it real quick. Psalms 148 reads this. All right, so Psalms 148 verse 1 from the King James Version says, Praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the Lord from the heavens. Praise him in the heights. Praise ye him all his angels. Praise ye him all his hosts. Praise ye him sun and moon. Praise him ye all ye stars of light. Praise him ye heavens of heavens and ye waters that be above the heavens right so basically this is saying praise start from the top down right it's starting from where god is in the heavenly hopes right <laughs> with the cherubim with the angels with the sun and the moon and the stars and all the galaxy right and so verse five it's the middle part of it it says let them praise the name of the lord for he commanded and they were created this is if you needed a reason to praise God, here goes a reason for you right now. And just I'm gonna stop here so you can say what you're gonna say, and I'm gonna say the rest later. But like if you if you needed a reason to praise God, this is how you can praise God right here. Let them praise the name of the Lord. Why? For he commanded and they were created. See, you wouldn't be alive if God didn't command it. You wouldn't be alive if God didn't create you because everything he commanded, he created. <laughs> Everything created was commanded. Oh, man, that's dope, right? Oh, I didn't know that was a hot key. I didn't mean to do that. All right. So, like, yeah, guys, so this is the reason to praise God. Like, all beings, all creatures, everywhere. And that's what it's about to talk about through verse 6 to 14. I haven't read them yet. But everything you see on the earth is praising God, even when they're not praising the God, even if they don't want to praise God. Why? Because the Bible even said that every knee will bow, every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord. Just with you breathing, moving around, doing what you want to do, that glorifies God. Why? Because he created you, right? He showed his grace and mercy by still letting you do what you want to do. Still letting you, you know, command your own life because you think you can command it. But you were created just like everything else, just like everybody else, right? God still is over it all, right? Everybody gets a choice to serve him. He could have forced you to. He could have made you. But you know what's funny? Even if you don't praise him, the rocks will. Even if you don't praise him, the sun and moon will. The stars will. Even if you don't praise him, angels are doing it, right? So even if things refuse to operate and refuse to do what God called them to do, it doesn't matter because God still has a ram in the bush, right? <laughs> and the ones that truly want to serve him and love him will. 
And that's what truly gives him glory and honor. So a man who's fully alive, who realizes how good God is, who praises his name for all that he has done. Those are the people who are truly alive, who truly know him, who truly are experiencing love. Those are the people who are truly alive. We know what love is. Love is Jesus. Love is God. God is love, right? So this is a reason to praise him. That's what the whole text is talking about. Praise ye the Lord, everybody, right? Sun and moon, that is so powerful. The sun and moon, like how long have they been in existence? That shows God's faithfulness, right? That the sun and moon, how long has the earth existed? A long time. And the sun and moon has came up every single day, right? That that shows how, how God sustaining power and like just that he keeps his promises and he keeps everything, right? And he's keeping you. So if you're not glorifying God, you're still alive. You make it to 55, 85. God's been keeping you a long time. And he could have got rid of you a long time ago. He should have. But man, there's still a reason to praise God because, hey, he's showing his grace and mercy to you every single day, right? All right, Justin, go ahead, man. I, I can say so much, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man, that's a lot to unpack. I want to dive into what you're saying. Like, um, I just love the analogy of like how the seed has to die before it grows. And like, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much going to elaborate on the same thing. We, sometimes we have to get out of our own way in order for, um, you know, for our lives to really kickstart or to really allow the spirit to flow through us. Because a lot of times what we think is living, living life to the highest is like, um, oh gosh, there's so many things that the world uh, pretends to offer of like partying or drinking or like being famous or earning money or like showing off your status. There's just a lot of things that the world offers to make people think that they're living the life or like even the American dream, like a lot of country, a lot of, migrants or a lot of people from all over come to the united states for like a chance to like earn their living and to a lot of people like that's appealing and like there's nothing wrong with that at all like i believe god wants us to follow our desires it's like what sean was saying he doesn't force us to choose anything but it's about how we prioritize those things or where we um how we place them in our lives sometimes we put those as like our top priority and that's what we think is living but no, as we've been saying before, like truly living is like letting the spirit of God flow through you or being guided by the spirit or like building what Sean was saying, like building our lives on something that will last, something that will matter. Not something that will like burn away after a generation or two. And I think like the biggest thing to do to that is to like uh, work towards his kingdom, like bring bring people peace, bring people hope, bring people closer to God and Jesus. Like that's what, that's what evangelizing should be. It's not making people follow our own rules. Otherwise that's the same as like taking away our free will. No, it's like bringing people to God, building up that relationship with them. And that's how you're building. That's how you're building up on that foundation. And that's what I really think is like truly living. So we have to get out of our own way in order to do that. A lot of times, like, um, as I like as Ezekiel says, we have a heart of the spirit. Like we already have a connection with God. Like the spirit is already supposed to be flowing through us. Like that that's how that's how Jesus operated was he was just always continuously in tune with God. Like it's uh I guess sometimes we forget, like since he is God, we forget that he had to speak to God. He actually had to be in com um communion with god like you you see several bible verses of him like speaking to god and like the reason for that is because of he had to come down to earth and he gave up his uh throne ship but that's the way that we should be living is like always trying to keep that channel open and like the worst way to like cut off that channel is to like decide to do things our own way or mess up try to do life the way that we see fit, even though there are countless examples throughout history that show like that's it's just a generally terrible idea. Like people as a group just make mistakes. Gosh, like the Old Testament is constantly full of like God trying to bring his people back, but they think they know a better way and then they get lost in like a, a desert for 40 years or whatever. Mm -hmm. So a big part of this it's in the same vein of like we have to die to ourselves in order for God to truly live in us. It's the same 
thing is like we have to get like sanctification i think is a process it's growing in god it's learning we already have salvation now we're trying to become more christ-like and a big part of that is just getting out of our own way and and that kind of goes back to like what i was saying like we're all um we're already connected to god as well and so I, I'm trying to think of like a good way to put this without rambling as well. A lot of times, like we we feel alive when we like party or get that high or get a social high. And but when we try to get that same high, we always have to get a little bit more or a little bit more. It's kind of like drugs. Like once your body gets acclimated to a drug, you have to have like a little bit more to get that same high. Basically, what we're doing is we're trying to fill a God-sized hole with worldly things that just don't fit, that we have to constantly be taking to get that same high. It's such a temporary solution. I won't say, I'm not going to be like a a, a youth pastor or a stuck-up uh, youth director and say, oh, they think they're having fun, but they're not having fun. They, they're having fun, but it's like a very temporary, it's like a very temporary solution to like fill being fulfilled, like truly living. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to write these quotes so I can go to them easy. Oh, okay. I see everybody can see it instead of me just saying it. Mm. I feel like everybody likes seeing the visual instead of just me saying something. You know what I mean? I do like the visual, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But okay, I'll just go ahead and get to my point. So like, yeah, like something we we hit on, but we didn't really like. Uh, say a lot on it was this one so i'm gonna say this quote right here i actually wrote this in all right so so when i saw that quote from uh my class you know the glory of god is a human being fully alive agree or disagree like one of the things i thought about was you know if you don't live according to how god designed you to live the glory doesn't go to him right (laughs) just think about that like if the sun had a mind of its own if the sun had a mind of its own, what would happen to all creation? Oh my oh gosh, like if the sun was any further away from us, all the creation on earth would freeze to death, yeah. right? And you know, some animals were meant for the cold, but eventually they would die too. So everything in creation would be too cold. If the sun was anywhere closer to us, everybody would burn to death. Like it, we wouldn't have life, it would burn. And so the sun have, had a mind of its own, it would be detrimental to all creation everywhere, right? And then imagine if we didn't have the sun at all. What if the sun said, you know, I don't want to do what God created me to do. I'm going to just do what I want to do, baby. And the sun just vanished and went away, right? All of So if there was no sun at all, all of the planets would just move aimlessly throughout all space. So it wouldn't be a set motion because remember everything's centered around the sun and mm-hmm. all of space. So all the planets and stuff, right? So the sun is the orbit, everything's centered around it. So without the sun, there would be no set thing to orbit around. There'd be nothing to like help guide the planets and sustain it. So the sun does a lot. That's just the sun. I ain't even talk about the moon. I ain't talk about the function of a star. I ain't even talk about the function of like just space in general, right? So what will life be like without space? Like, I don't know. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, God creates everything for a reason. So if you don't live according to how God designed you to live, the glory doesn't go to him. This is just with the sun. We think a human being. Like, if we don't do what God created us and designed us specifically to do, how will life be for us, right? So let me go back to Psalms. Uh, 148 real quick. So I'm going to go to verse 6. And Justin, if you got something to say, just stop me, man. All right. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, Psalms 148 verse 6 says, He hath also established them forever and ever. He hath made a decree which shall not pass. So anything that God has made will be made forever. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, if God made the sun, it will be sustained forever. Like, whatever mm-hmm. he decrees, whatever he spoke into existence, will last because when god speaks it's different than when we speak his word will not be spoken in vain it will always come to pass and what he decrees will always come to fruition you see what i'm saying so when god speaks it's completely different than when we speak but our words have power too right because we were creating his image 
So I'm going to keep on going. He has also established them forever and ever. So everything he has created, he has established forever and ever. How long will human beings exist on the earth? As long as God has established it for. How long will the sun and moon be established for? Right? How long will it exist? Until God says he doesn't want it to exist anymore. Right? So everything is because of God. Right? So go to verse 7. Praise ye the Lord from the earth, ye dragons, and all ye deep. So that's talking about the Leviathan. And uh, dra okay, let me keep on going. I'm not going to go there yet. All right. Psalms 148, verse 8, fire and hell, snow and vapor, stormy wind fulfilling his word, right? Mountains and all hills, fruitful trees and all cedars, beasts and all cattle, creeping things and flying fowl, kings of the earth and all people, princes and all judges of the earth, both young men and maidens and old men and children. Let them praise the name of the Lord for his name alone is excellent for his glory is above the earth and heaven. He also established the horn of his people, the praise of all his saints, even the children of Israel, a people near unto him. Praise ye the Lord. So basically it's saying like with verse seven, like all things seen and unseen, praise the Lord. We talk about a lot of my YouTube channel, like the only 80, 80 to 85% of the sea has yet to been discovered and 90 to 95% of space has yet to been discovered. So in the ocean alone, how many creatures do you think we don't know about? If 80 to 85% of the ocean has yet to been discovered. So it's saying, praise ye the Lord from the earth, ye dragons and all ye deeps. So it's talking about the sea, the ocean, the deeps, the Leviathan. Like there's so many stuff we don't know underneath the ocean. That's why and I'm pretty sure we'll never know. Cause like, as soon as you go that far down, they're going to take care of you real quick. So those are stuff in creation that God doesn't want to be discovered. Right. Now everything's meant to be discovered. Right. So like fire and hell, snow and vapor, stormy wind, fulfilling his word. So tornadoes, hurricanes, anything windy, like it all fulfills his word. God is using it all. Fire and hell. Hell's a negative thing. A lot of people look at that as a negative thing. They don't look at that as positive. They're just saying that God's glory is revealed everywhere, anywhere. Like it doesn't matter. Like we think God's not working, but he is. Like <laughs> that's the whole point. Like it's God's world. We're just living it then. Living in it, everything's orbiting around him. So a human being fully alive, right? Going back to the quote, the glory of God is a human being fully alive. So just experiencing life is seeing God at work, seeing God's glory is being alive. You just need to pay attention. God is speaking through creation, showing how good he is, how great he is, right? So being fully alive in God, that's what this video is talking about, man. So God did not make us to show off our own glory, right? God did not make us to show off our own glory. And then something else I was going to say is a true man of God does not glorify himself. A true man of God glorifies Christ because he knows it is only by grace, not by human wisdom, that he is called by God. Right. So, so many people think they got all the answers in life. So many people think that, you know, it's my world and everybody else is just living in it. No, it's Jesus. Jesus is the reason for the season. It's, it's all about Jesus. It's all about God. It's all about what they want. Right. And until we get that, we will never experience life and life more abundantly. You can have life. You can have this life. But going back to this quote, man, like, and Justin, I'm happy I have it pulled up now because now you can really break it down like you want it. Uh, John 12, verse 24 to uh, 25, you know, uh, going to verse 25, it says, anyone, oh, that looks ugly. Okay, I need to make this smaller, man. All right, that's better. All right. So anyone who loves their life will lose it. If you do you love your life? <laughs> like Matthew 6 24 says, if you, you can't love God and you can't love money. But I'm gonna put that in any any anything on earth. You can't love God, you can't love woman. You can't love God, you can't love basketball or football, you can't love God, you can't love anything compared to him. Right? God's your love for God has to be above any and everything in life. Otherwise, you know, you have an idol, you have something ahead of God, and God is a jealous God. You will never be full. You will never be able to fully experience all that God has for you if you have an idol in your life. Your idol will always have you. You cannot serve two masters. You either love one or you hate the other, or you, you know, you serve one better than you serve the other one. That's Matthew six twenty four through like twenty eight, something like that. That's what Jesus is talking about on the, the Sermon on the Mount. Like, who's has your heart? Who has your treasure? Because where your treasure is, then your heart is. Does God have your heart? So anyone who loves their life will lose it, while anyone who hates their life in this world will keep it for all eternal life, right? Mm -hmm. You have to die. You have to humble yourself. You have to surrender yourself. You have to surrender what you want to fully experience life, to fully see the glory of God, 
So many people want to see a great miracle, a great, you know, God in a big way, but you're missing it because you don't see him in the little things. You're not faithful to him in the little things. You don't mm -hmm. surrender to him in the little things. So how are you going to see something grand if you don't, if you don't do the day-to-day -day things to, to lead up to the grand things, right? Mm -hmm. So like, yeah, I mean, you have to die daily. That's what it means to deny yourself. That what, that's what it means to humble yourself before the Lord. Then he'll exalt you. You know, submit yourself to the Lord, right? This is what all that is talking about. This is being fully alive in God. So, you know, the glory of God is a human being being fully alive. Question is, are you fully alive? Are you fully submitted? Are you fully surrendered? Are you fully committed? Are you, is God over any and everything in your life? This is the glory of God right there. You better praise the Lord. That's a reason to praise him. That's where I was going at. You know, the glory of God is a human being fully alive. So praise the Lord if you're fully alive. Praise the Lord. It's the glory of God has been revealed to you, right? So you guys see what I'm saying? Justin, you can take it away, man. <laughs> yeah. I just want to talk about, like, the the timelessness that Sean is talking about as well. Like, God has set, like, the rules and the laws of the universe. And those are, like, you, you can't, like, break physics or you can't break, like, the universe. Or as Sean was saying, like, everything has a delicate balance. It's like the earth. If it were any further away, it would freeze. If it were any closer to the sun, it would burn up. But is it just the right length? And that's because there are like rules and laws set or in place. And that's the same with like spiritual laws as well. Like the, yeah, I hope it's not diverging too much, but Sean and I were talking about like the book that he's reading, um, Old Testament, the Old Testament in like modern times. And a lot of people feel like the Bible is like, it's old fashioned or it doesn't ap apply. But look at like, how gradually our world is in decline um in many spiritual ways or very emotional ways like we may be we may be getting um we may be getting smarter we may be getting a little healthier but our relationships are down the chute like we uh we think we know we think we know better than the previous generation but then we have all these other things going wrong as well it makes me think of uh daniel 7 where it says he will speak against the most high and oppress his holy people and try to change the set times and the laws. Um, it, it talks about how the world is going to try to shift the times or shift the laws in the way that they see fit. Um, and you see, you see that throughout history constantly. Like look at, uh, look at if, if you look at the time leading up to the civil war, both sides use the Bible for, um, like for and against slavery, like the like uh, Abraham Lincoln, of course, used Bible verses to try to show like how people were created equally. But then you still had like uh, pro uh, slave. Uh, I forgot what the term was like uh, pro slavery people like also use Bible verses in an isolated way to try to keep them under oppression. So it just shows like people will try to change the law, like the laws that God has set for our own benefit. And it like, look where that's gotten us as well. Like that's not truly living. Like it's, we can't change the spiritual laws any more than we can change like the laws of physics. It's a constant that's going to persist throughout all time. And I think uh, Sean was kind of saying this before, like um, just like the, the Old Testament has been written through centuries and multiple authors yet those lessons are timeless you see con you constantly see people from different cultures and it's it's hard to see the old testament as different cultures because to us it's just all biblical times or it's like old um but like to them it's like night and day like they're the beginning of the old testament is just as different towards the end as the New Testament is to us like it's completely alien. It's a very different culture. Yet God's laws, God's way of living, God, the way to glorify God is something that persisted through all of them. And it's something that can assist us today as well. Like when we try to diverge from that, when we try to change it up, like that, that goes all the way back to um, how Adam and Eve, instead of having dominion over all the earth, they decided they decided to like let the serpent control them instead and they made that choice and it was a choice that cost them and all of us 
further down the line. So that's, it just goes to show like us trying to, and I've said this before, there are just so many groups nowadays that try to use people's sympathy for their own agenda, but it just shows that when we try to push our own agenda or we try to push our own laws on something, it's going to backfire in some way. So to truly live, like we have to find something that's timeless, some find something that's eternal, not, not something that we, like, are we really going to uh, figure out like the meaning of life in like the past 10 years or the past 20 years that you've been alive? Like, no, that's, it's something that only God can offer and something only that God, like only something that uh, we can obtain from God if we like truly follow him. So I, I do like what Sean was saying because it really shows that like what God has to offer us is like the true way to live. And like, no, it, there's no way that we can figure that out on ourselves by ourselves. Yeah. I'm freaking advertising Chick-fil-A right now, unintentionally. They need to pay you, man. Right. You need to pay me. All the followers. Right. All right. So let's finish off this video, guys. So the, Quote of the day that me and Justin hit you with was the glory of God is a human being fully alive. Do you agree or disagree with this? Right. So uh, obviously throughout the video, me and Justin are saying that we agree with this quote. Right, Justin, you agree with the quote? Mm -hmm. All right. So um, I said earlier, like, if you don't live according to how God designed you to live, the glory doesn't go to God. Right. So it will go to you mm. and your glory sucks compared to God's glory, right? Like, whose glory is greater, your glory or God's glory? And I said that today at my dad's church um, with Psalm, I used Psalms uh, 148, verse 13. I just read that to you guys. You know, let them praise the name of the Lord for his name alone, alone, guys. Not your name, not my name, his name. Like, no, God's name alone is excellent, right? He doesn't need no other name to be excellent. He ain't tired of nobody else. God is good all by himself, right? So for his name alone is excellent. His glory is above the earth in heaven. There's no name under heaven, in the heaven, on earth, under the earth that compares to God's name, right? Every one of God's names is well known and has way more weight than any other name you can name, right? We mm -hmm. can name Buddha, Muhammad, like who's touching Jesus's name? We can name Muhammad, we can name uh, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Oprah Winfrey, the Dwayne the Rock Johnson, like these names hold, you know, wait, we know who these people are. Beyonce, Megan Thee Stallion, like there's a lot of people who you know their names, right? Elvis Presley, like they'll be, they'll, they'll be remembered throughout history, Adolf Hitler even. These names hold weight, but like what name compares to Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Nisi, Elohim, Jesus Christ of Nazareth? No, there's no other name that compares to these names. No other names are greater or as excellent. Just saying their name alone, Jesus, casts out demons, right? Just saying Jesus' name alone will protect you from any kind of spiritual warfare at the name of Jesus, in Jesus Christ, be gone from me, right? All you got to do is say the name Jesus, and you're already protected, right? All you got to do is have Jesus inside you. Then you're really protected, right? So, again, going back to the quote of the day, the glory of God is a human being fully alive. Right. You can only be full alive when you're in Christ. Right. Mm. And so, uh, yeah, God did not make us to show off our own glory. He made us to show off his glory. Right. And I'm going to use an example. I didn't say it earlier. I really want to say it, but let's go ahead and say it. Like um, when it comes to the human body, did you guys know if you're missing your big toe, you can't walk because your big toe helps you. Oh, to really? be, Yeah. Your big toe helps you to be stable. And it, help, it gives you stability to be able to do all things. So if you're missing even one of your big toes, it's going to prohibit you from walking. Like mm -hmm. even with your heart, if your heart stops functioning, what happens? Your whole body gets shut down, right? Because the heart, everything, every I think every vein, every blood vessel is attached to your heart. And that's where all the blood flows from, right? So if your body dies, you're not fully alive anymore. So, but just because every part of your body is functioning the way that God called it to function, that gives glory and honor God. Then also there's seven th over 7,500 500 different parts when it comes to making your human body. So like your fingernails, your veins, your blood vessels, your flesh, your 
There's a lot of stuff that makes your your <laughs> makes you you. There's a lot of things going on. So just to say that a human being doesn't have the glory of God, that is really, really disrespectful and dishonoring to God for all the work that he put in just to making you you. I mean, it's 7,500 different parts. Your eyelids, like I don't even know all the parts. Like my older brother, he can say all the, from the head bone to the neck bone to the knee bone to the, he can name everything. I can't name everything, man. So yeah, man, it's just so much that glorifies God with the way that the human body operates, right? So that's another reason that the glory of God is being a human being fully alive, right? And then also, I say it all the time on my YouTube channel, you guys know, you know, 60% of your body is made of water, right? Jesus said in the Bible many times, me and Justin did videos on in the, at the end of Revelations 21 and 22, the two last chapters of the Bible. Mm -hmm. But Jesus said throughout the Bible, like, you know, if you come unto me, you'll never thirst again. You know, I have water that's different than the water of life. Like we... I know a human being can only function. We can only live three days without water. Then we'll die. Three days, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, right? This is how much we need water. Two-thirds of the earth is made of water, right? I think over 75% of the uh, world is made of water. I've said our bodies are made of 60% water. Like <laughs> he said, if you come to me, you'll have living waters overflowing from you. The Holy Spirit, living water. Water is powerful. Then also, Justin, this would be a good video. Like we said during seminary class that nothing existed when God created the earth. But like if you look at like verse one and two in Genesis one uh, and verse, you know, verse one and two of Genesis one, it says like there was water and then there was darkness. So water always you always need something to make something. So God used water to make everything. Like you know what I mean? Like I think water is in everything. Like literally, you just look and study it. So I don't know. That's, that'd be another video. But you guys get it, man. Like God is talking through creation. He's saying, you know, the glory of my glory is in everything. It's touching everything. So you can't get away from God. And that's another one of my points. God didn't make everything in this world and then just left. No, he's sustaining it. He's keeping it. He's glorified in any and everything and you can experience him right now this second every moment of your life every moment you breathe just you don't even have to think right you don't have to think about breathing you don't have to think about man my lungs you need to pump up and down otherwise i'm gonna die like my heart like bump pump bump. like you don't have to worry about that it functions by itself why because god is keeping everything sustaining everything making everything work just like that just like your human body you don't have to think about it because god already took care of it so you can learn more about god and yourself through creation if you just look like we haven't talked about birds we ain't talked about i should talk about rock rock badgers and conies right now but i'm not gonna do it but basically throughout if you look at any creature you can see a, a touch of god a hint of god his fingerprint right on it right you just got to pay attention and listen and look right that's all great that's how great life is right it's a world where you can just discover god in any in everything if you don't agree with that you know, you're just not paying attention. You're just in denial, right? That's like saying a human being, you know, doesn't have the glory of God. Are you kidding me? What you you're saying? God's glory can't be revealed through sight, through seeing. What you want to be blind and see what's contrary to that? Like, you know what a blind person would say to you about the glory of God when it comes to touching? Because you have five senses, right? Now imagine you didn't have one of those, right? So I mean, I'm done talking. All right, Justin, go ahead, man. Yeah, I. I, what you're talking about too is like general revelation and that actually i'm not sure if you forgot it but that ties into something you said at the very beginning as well is like a lot of times people want to see a big miracle from god to prove that he exists but like he's like one he already he's done that multiple times throughout the old testament and it culminated in jesus performing miracles yet we continue to deny him and try to find other reasons that that happened but like so, uh how he proves his existence how he proves his sovereignty how he proves like his timeless laws is through like creation as well like nothing like if you look through it it continues to amaze me that scientists are just now catching up with the bible as well because like we they talk about like the order of the creation of the universe like um 
of course, like the galaxies had to form and then the water, like you, as you said, planets of water formed and then earth was separated from the land, like um, from the sky forming planets. And like that order was already dictated in Genesis, like Genesis chapter, the first chapter. So you already see God's creation or God's hand in a lot of things, but we're still gosh i still have like my i still have friends who like say well if he if he really wanted to prove his existence why doesn't he like write his name in the clouds or something or give me like a direct message but like i said like jesus performed miracles like if people i feel like if i feel like if that actually happened like they they still wouldn't believe that god uh existed they would try to find a scientific reason or a phenomena to make that happen or like something weird happened with the sky um they would still find like another reasoning they would still try to live life their own way they would still try to live life in a way that they think is fulfilling but constantly fall short for that so i mean like god has already shown himself in creation and in um and, and they call that um oh shoot i'm blanking on it. uh general revelation general revelation is seeing god in everything like God already shows him himself through our outside world, our very complicated, might I add, world, yet we continue to deny him. And I think that's a big reason that we don't live fully is because we were created to be God's workmanship, yet we are constantly denying our nature. We are denying what God has for us. Like we, it's like we're running away, like a, a uh, no, I won't use that as an example. That would kind of contradict what I was saying before. But it's like, um, like we, like that. That quote is is so much deep. It's like Psalms forty eight for you. The the quote is so much deeper than you think it is because it makes you ask, what is truly living? Mm -hmm. Like it's, I I feel like media today and the world today have kind of lied to us about like what really makes us feel alive but like again like we we have a record record-breaking um, number of mental illnesses diseases um divorces broken relationships just war like we think we're more at peace but honestly we have just as many wars uh, if you look statistically we have the same number of wars as like hundreds of years ago we're just like very we're we're more subtle about it and we're better at doing them hmm. uh so we think we try to lie to ourselves to think that we know what's best but man it's human history is not on our side for sure yeah. like and that's why we need to run instead of running away uh from god we need to run towards him we need to run away from the things of this world in order to find out how to truly live mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's the video, man. Like I was gonna I was gonna say something else. I forgot. Um forgot what you said. I'll just say it and then you can say what it tied in with what you said. But um yeah, you, you know how like every sports if you look if you go to if you're a big sports fan, you know that they are they try to remember the people who really changed the organization. They try to memorialize on you. That's the word I was looking for. They try to memorialize and really like praise the person who changed the whole franchise and really like brought Is that it a Shaq statue yeah it's a Shaq oh, statue. oh man okay i sorry continue your point but that is a pretty good statue right like yeah so like uh if you go to sports arenas like the lakers probably got the most like they got kareem abdul jabbar i was trying to find him before before you stopped talking but i didn't get it i'll do it next time you got they got Magic Johnson, they got Shaq, they about to have Kobe on there. I think they got Jerry West. Like they're gonna have statues of like basically everybody that played for them because that's how many legends they got playing for that who played for the Los Angeles Lakers. But every sports teams have that. And the question is like, what's our memorial as Christians? Like, what's the thing that uh, we memorialize and remember? And that's a lot, but like it should be. It's the Ten Commandments, like. If anything God left with us and that's remembered, oh, actually, it's a lot of things. But the Ten Commandments, like, everything touches it. 
and then it's God's fingerprint. Like he literally like made it and set it in stone, right? So I forgot what I was, what you were saying that went with that. But basically, when it comes to a human being being fully alive and seeing God's glory, we gotta remember and memorialize the things that He's done. Like we gotta, we gotta see God's fingerprint and praise Him for it, right? And His fingerprint's on you. It's on me, right? And He touched us, right? His glory is being seen through us if we're operating and doing what He's called us to do. So, like. For all of us, man, our names will never be compared to Jesus, and it never should be. We should never be trying to reach that place like Satan. That's what Satan wanted. He wanted to be just as great as God. You're not. That's not going to happen, right? The glory of God is not revealed to Satan, right? But he is the baddest creation out of all his creations. Like, Satan was pretty bad, man. I mean, come on. To be able to deceive people from getting, getting to heaven, right, <laughs> you know, and then bring down the, a third of the heavenly host? How do you do that? How do you bring that? How do you have fallen angels when angels were meant to serve and do what God called them to do? They didn't have free will. So Satan, man, you know, it's bad to say that he was, you know, he had some skill and talents, but he did, it's, you know, but he used it for the wrong reasons. So like, are you fully alive in God and doing what he called you to do? So that's this video, man. So Justin, you good, man? Yeah, I think I'm good. I I, I will like point out just what you're saying. Like, yeah, we do have a tendency to build up a lot of things in these worlds as like larger than they are. And like, even look at some of those statues that were bigger than the actual person yeah. standing next to them. But like, uh, I don't want to disrespect any of the basketball players because they do have a man. They do have amazing skills, especially Kobe. Yeah. But like those people will like pass away. Like it is an illusion that our world kind of, gives us is that you, we can be larger than life but like we just don't have the tools by ourselves we think the world thinks we do but like eventually like we're just all going to be dust in the wind like god is the only one who offers something eternal something that we can truly live for yeah and that actually leads to another video justin like we'll do it eventually mm -hmm. but like even with these athletes man like I mean, we know them now, like Shaq, Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, Bill Russell. Like, we know who they are right now. We have a collection of who they are right now. 400 years from now, 1,000 years from now, like these, I mean, yeah, these will be here. Hopefully, if a tornado doesn't blow it away or, like, something breaks them, I'm pretty sure they'll build it up again. But, like, or, man, they'll tear it down based on, like, something they hear about their lives that, you know, that turns them off, like, with all these, uh, what are they called? The... The Confederates, you know, the people who are supporting the Confederates, and now there's their stuff being taken down. You guys know we live in a sensitive mm -hmm. society, but like, yeah, man, like, uh, yeah, we remember them now, but like, you know, 500 years from now, 2000 years from now, like, their name won't hold as much weight as it does right now. Beyonce, who gonna know who Beyonce is? I mean, she'll be pretty big still, but like, not that big. Like, we can't even name people 200 years ago that were pretty big, like Jonathan Edwards, like, he was pretty big. Back in his day, Fanny Crosby, like, but we don't know who they are. So, like, the only name that's going to hold weight is Jesus, man. So the glory of God is a human being fully alive, man. Like, I pray in Jesus' name that all of us can be fully alive. Like, let me stop this video, man. There's so much to say with it. You guys get it, man. All right, so uh, at the end of every single video I do this, I just show all my social media platforms. I got the best social media platforms ever. I put a lot of work into them. So here they are right here, right? All right, and I showed my uh, Twitter page, my X page, Trouble Don't Last, so make sure to go to that to see all my amazing tweets that I tweet every single day, my Instagram page, TikTok, threads, Snap, all that stuff. So here goes my pages, right? And so on my YouTube channel, Upload Past Crossroads, I have a lot of playlists. If you enjoy seeing me and Justin do videos together, if you scroll down and go to our podcast, you can see all the people I do videos with all the time. Uh, and and you can see the videos that I've done with them. So if you go to me and Justin's uh, playlist right here, Justin Lee Howell, you can see all the videos I've done with Justin mm -hmm. on my YouTube channel, Upload, Upload Past Crossroads. And then also, uh, if you enjoyed this quote of the day, me and Justin do it all the time, and I do it all the time on my YouTube channel. I'll take a quote and break it down. So check out that playlist if you enjoyed that quote of the day. Another playlist I have is God Speaks Through Creation. I think this is my favorite playlist. Me and Justin have done a whole lot of videos on God speaking through creation, man. So check out this video, especially when I talked about Hyraxes, Rock Badgers, Conies. Like, that is so powerful. Me and Justin need to bring that back and do videos on that. I don't know if I did videos with him on that. I need to. 
But, um, yeah, this playlist is talking about God's glory. You know, God displaying his glory. All the glory belongs to God. God's glory. So uh, type in any of that. You'll see this playlist on there. If you enjoyed just us focusing in on God's glory and seeing more on that topic, listening. And again, if you go to all these playlists, you can listen to all the sermons, Bible studies, and just anything I've done on this topic. Animations eventually in the future. Psalms 148, that playlist. And then all creation glorifies God. Psalms 148, verse 5. You know, all creation points back to God. Just anything like that. Check out this playlist for that, too. And then Justin's YouTube channel is Chaplain's Log. So when you subscribe to our YouTube channel, click the bell so you're notified anytime we upload another video. So that's turning on the post notification. And then also make sure to like, comment, and share every single video that you watch. And if you really enjoyed this video, share it with people. Tell them about us and tell them to support our pages. That will really help us out. And Justin, man, you look like a new man. Look at this, man. You got the beard. And that's the most okay. special. Yeah, you don't see your facial hair, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did trim it down a good bit. <laughs> <laughs> man, I don't even know who you are. Justin looked different on videos, by the way, man. All right. But anyway, this is Facebook page, Justin Lee Howell. I like to show his Facebook page because he always shows a good picture. Like, and it's a good way to end the video. Yeah, here's this is what I wanted to show you guys. Oh, all right. Man. So mm -hmm. this, this post says, very lucky to have a wife who lets me wander, wander off for deep thought and pics. So this is him and his wife, Yao. All right. And uh, this was, when was this, Justin? This is when y'all went to. Uh, that was in Iceland. Yeah. Yeah. This one, he went to Iceland. He went to Iceland about a month ago, I think. Yeah. Just, yeah. Uh, back in, yeah. Back in September. Yeah. Yeah. I like the picture. I'm just like staring off into the distance. They make me look more profound than I actually am. Right. Nah, you're profound, man. So yeah, this should definitely be your, uh, you know how on Facebook you can have you have a profile picture and then you have like a, this picture right here. Uh -huh. Yeah, that should be your your picture right here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Oh. Uh, yeah, to end out the video, uh, just DM us if you got any questions. You can DM us on our Facebook pages, Sean Christopher Jenkins and Justin Lee Howell. So thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you guys later. It's getting late here. It's eight thirty, and oh, Justin yeah. has a wife to get to, man. So we'll talk to you guys later, man. Peace.